This is Audio Insights from Route Consultant. This community of contractors is always on the go, so we've created a resource to move with you. Join me, Spencer Patton, as I talk with my team, fellow contractors, and vendors about our industry. There's a quick disclaimer I need to read. Route Consultant is not endorsed by and is not recommended by Federal Express Corporation and FedEx Ground. Route Consultant is not sponsored by, is not approved by, is not associated with, and has no connection whatsoever with Federal Express Corporation or FedEx Ground. Hi, Spencer. This is our first podcast of 2021. Welcome back. I'm excited to be here. We've turned the calendar to 2021. How about that? (laughs) How about that? Our podcast is a deep dive into the latest industry news and the FAQs our team regularly fields. Today is a special episode. We're going to dive right into the SBA loan forgiveness program kicking off here in 2021. Ready to start? I am ready to start. This is uh, just all good news. I sometimes have to do webinars or announcements or things where I say, here's the good part and here's the catch or here's the downside or this is a new policy that we are, are dealing with. But this is one where we get to have fun the whole way through. Awesome. So the banner headline right now is that the stimulus with an SBA loan forgiveness component is available for contractors or new investors. So can you talk more about those details? Absolutely. So the main highlight that you want to understand is as a result of the second stimulus that's been passed, we now have from the SBA an offering that says if you close on a loan with the SBA between February 1st of 2021 and September 30th of 2021, you get your first six months worth of debt service payments completely forgiven. There's a $9,000 cap on the forgiveness on a monthly basis, but it's still a substantial forgiveness that you receive from the SBA. There's a whole lot of details that we'll go into over the balance of this podcast, but the significant news is effectively it's free money, Kylie. (laughs) It is (laughs) an amazing stimulus piece that is really pulling forward demand in a way that I think previous stimulative initiatives haven't quite hit the nail on the head, this one really does it. Because for those that are on the fence about whether they want to buy a business or not, and uh, they're trying to rate for the right timing and worried about the cash flow for the first six months of their ownership, all of those things go out the window with the passing of the stimulus. And the key thing is it's not just that the payments are deferred or that they in some way count against your credit score or they're written off or anything like that. They are forgiven and the SBA reduces your loan balance as if you made the payments anyway. Wow. So to clarify a bit, what if a new investor closes on a loan on September 1st? Do they get 30 days of forgiveness or is it six months going forward from September 1st? Yeah, great question. So this is six months worth of forgiveness from whenever you close. And as long as that closing is between February 1st and September 30th. So if you close on September 1st, that is the beginning of your six months worth of forgiveness that will happen starting then and will last for six months. If you close in April, that's the start of your six months worth of loan forgiveness. The key thing is that it just has to close in that date range. So if you close before February 1 or you close after September 30th, there's no partial piece there. It is all or nothing. It must be in that range. Okay. 
And I've heard you talk about how FedEx routes are pre-approved for SBA loans. So can you talk more about that? Yeah. So just from a highest level, when I was getting in the space, I never considered an SBA loan. I had in my mind that I was going to look at conventional financing, or some of you may be looking at friends and family uh, of just raising either personal money or money from friends and family. But the SBA, A, I wasn't even really aware that this space would be one that is so uh, well liked by the SBA. Uh, But B, I just didn't even understand the advantages that come with an SBA. And there's not only advantages, there's disadvantages that come with the SBA too that, that we've talked about before. But the key thing to understand about the SBA is they have industries and categories and essentially deployments of the capital that they have pre-approved as appropriate ways to deploy SBA funds. So you can actually get an SBA loan for non-pre-approved categories. So like if I wanted to buy a very niche business that uh, did all sorts of interesting and unique things, and there just wasn't a lot of those businesses, that could qualify for the SBA, but it's going to take a level of due diligence for the SBA to understand that industry category that's just going to take a lot more time. In contrast to that, Owning FedEx routes and the FedEx route industry is a pre-approved aspect of getting an SBA loan. So all of that familiarization that generally has to happen from the SBA on an industry segment gets to be bypassed. Uh, Now, hear me when I say not all SBA lenders are equal. Just because it's a pre-approved category and you go to an SBA lender that has no idea that FedEx routes exist you're still going to have a miserable experience. (laughs) It's not going to be one that you want to do. So uh, we have several SBA lenders that lend nationwide. We gave our our top SBA lender $40 million worth of loans last year. We worked with other SBA lenders last year and gave them business too. So we've got a really good relationship with a bench of SBA lenders that will help you get approved through this process in a pre-approved way uh, in this category. And while FedEx routes are in the pre-approved category, not all operations are eligible for SBA financing. So can you talk about why an operation may not be eligible? Yeah, this is this is something where I've seen some horror stories that have happened from other FedEx route brokers in the space. I know personally most every other FedEx route broker out there, and a lot of them mean well. Uh, I'm friends uh, with a handful of them. The challenge is that we eat, breathe, and sleep this space. Uh, We don't sell anything besides FedEx routes. And I'm one of the top three largest FedEx ground contractors in the country. And so we just have a level of familiarity with the industry that other groups don't. And so there's a mindset amongst other brokers that just don't do this every day, or they lack the same sophistication that because the space is pre-approved, that any FedEx route is able to get SBA financing. And that is just not true. The SBA, for all the good things, is still a segment of the federal government. And that means that you're going to have very rigorous checkbox underwriting standards where you have to fit within the paradigm that the SBA says that you need to fit within. So that means having a certain amount of years of tax returns, having a certain quality to your financial statements. There's even times where the SBA can ask for an audit or some type of certification from a CPA. 
we are able to identify the new listings that come through our business and we will clearly state on our website which ones are eligible for SBA financing and which ones are not. A lot of other brokers, because they don't know the financing space, will just say that nothing is financeable. Uh, and we get that feedback a lot where people will start looking for FedEx routes and all of them say no financing, not just no SBA, but just no financing in general. And that's just sheer laziness, right? It's, it's brokers looking for cash buyers only, and that's just not who we are. So the things that you want to be mindful of when you're thinking about an SBA loan, carve-outs, are a significant part of the industry right now. And when I say carve-outs, what I mean by that is, let's say that I've got 20 routes, which means I have 20 employees, 20 trucks on the road every day, and I have decided to break off a piece of my business and sell that. So I'm gonna break off, let's just call it down the middle, and I'm gonna sell 10 trucks with 10 employees, and I'm gonna keep 10 for myself. That's called a carve-out, where I'm carving out a segment of my business to be able to sell. Now, I don't have a tax return for that specific carved out portion, right? I have a tax return for the whole business, but not for that specific portion. So there's an element of financial pro forma that has to be done by somebody that knows what they're doing in order to be able to create financials for just the carved out portion, because they're essentially a derivative of the larger business as a whole. So there's all sorts of different underwriting checkboxes that we are familiar with, with the SBA. We work with our SBA partners to have them look at our different listings to kind of pre-screen whether they're going to be approved or not for SBA loans. So that's all of what you can expect when you're working with Route Consultant. Just be very careful when you're working with other brokers that say, oh yeah, we can get this financed or no way, there's no way we can get it financed neither of those answers may be true. And a lot of times it doesn't come from malfeasance and, and an effort to try to, to hurt you. It just comes from a lack of education. And we've been talking at the top here about using the SBA loan to purchase a business, but how else could a current contractor deploy these funds? So one of the main things that I've wanted people to hear from us on this stimulus effort is that certainly part of it is for new contractors. It is ability to have your payments waived slash forgiven uh, for new businesses. Perhaps you're also going to build in some working capital to the loan. That can be part of the forgiveness. Perhaps you're also going to build in truck purchases. That is also eligible for forgiveness. So it's not just the business itself. It can build in that working capital, which is very precious for people that are looking and trying to get into the space and making sure that they have enough liquidity. And if you've heard anything of my content, you know that I am a huge proponent of adopting a fleet strategy that is effective. Uh, this business, you have to have an outstanding fleet strategy. So the component of saying that you can purchase trucks and you can build working capital out of this SBA loan is extremely applicable for current contractors. I myself will be looking at taking an SBA loan to purchase trucks for my own business. Uh, one of the most significant advantages that comes with an SBA loan versus conventional financing is that you get a 10-year amortization to be able to pay the debt back. If you're getting conventional financing, it's generally a five-year amortization, maybe seven, but usually five. So having that 10-year amortization on your debt, 
it's a little bit of a double-edged sword. You have to make sure you don't get upside down or that you don't make too small of a payment, but it gives you significant cash flow relief and it allows you to refresh the fleet of your business or replenish working capital. Uh, there's a lot of things here for both current contractors and prospective contractors to benefit from. Good point. In addition to the six months of forgiven payments, I hear the SBA loans will also waive fees. Can you talk more about those? Yeah. So part of the the negative side of an SBA loan historically is what they call the guarantee fees. So when you make an SBA loan as they bank, so I'm speaking as the bank here, there is a insurance that the SBA provides me as the bank against you as the borrower defaulting. And so having that kind of uh, protection, the SBA ultimately has to backstop the bank occasionally because some of these loans in different industries outside of the FedEx space are going to default. And so there's a guarantee fee that the bank has to charge the borrower. So that way the SBA has a sufficient pool of money to come to the rescue of these banks. And the guarantee fees are generally between 2.6% of the loan value up to as much as 5%. And some of it depends upon the particular bank that you're dealing with. So when you think about borrowing a million dollars to buy one of these businesses, which would not be an unreasonable sum, that's $26,000 to $50,000 just in fees that they will roll into the loan. But that's not very fun to have to pay just for the privilege of borrowing the money. So as part of the Stimulus Act, the guarantee fees have been completely waived, which can't be overstated as far as how important that is. If you were going to be doing conventional loans, you're generally going to pay what they call an origination fee. That's just the term in the conventional space. So that origination fee is generally half of 1% up to 1% of the loan value. So it's usually quite a bit cheaper than the SBA. But in this case, where the SBA is waiving the fees, that's another advantage that the SBA loan is going to have over conventional debt financing. And related, one of the points in this stimulus package is that the SBA is increasing their loan guarantee from 80% to 90%. So how does that benefit borrowers? So this is an important part to understand. So what the announcement is in the stimulus is that the bank normally, as again, speaking as the bank, if I lend to you, Kylie, $100, the SBA comes to me and says, Spencer, if Kylie defaults on the debt, then we will reimburse you $80 of what you lent to Kylie. And so in that scenario, it changes my risk profile as a bank. Because if I'm just lending to Kylie outside of the protection of the SBA, then I am risking all $100. So the way that I'm going to underwrite any loan that I make is going to be a lot more rigorous if I'm lending $100 and risking $100 versus if I'm lending $100, but truly my risk is 20. That's the whole point of the SBA is the SBA is a federal program that is essentially encouraging banks to lend to small businesses that they otherwise probably would not have lent to. So the change in the stimulus is that the banks have historically been insured at 80%. That has been shifted for this stimulus period to 90%. So this is a really important thing to understand because this is where a lot of people get confused as people say, well, Spencer, 
does that impact my down payment? So if I'm used to making a 20% down payment on the business, does that mean that I have to make a lower down payment now that the bank's guarantee is higher? And that is not the case. That is conflating two things that don't really have anything to do with one another. So you should expect in a business purchase with an SBA loan to put between a 10 and 20% down payment. And that is going to be true regardless of any type of guarantee shift from the SBA. And even in the post-stimulus period, you shouldn't expect that the down payment is going to shift. This is purely a change that allows the bank to be more aggressive in their lending. Because now for every $100 that they lend, they are insured to $90 out of that 100 so all of a sudden, the bank is going to be far more aggressive in their lending because you know they're they're darn well almost fully insured. And as long as you make a handful of payments on that loan and you're not defaulting from that very first payment, the bank is almost assured to come out ahead in the transaction. Uh, and so it's just a further stimulative effort to encourage banks to lend. Okay. So shifting gears a little bit, can a contractor refinance an existing loan to take advantage of this program? And what about refinancing non-SBA debt? Uh, Yes and yes. So contractors can refinance an existing loan. If that's an SBA loan, there are some timelines of how long you have to have held the SBA loan. Uh, Some of you listening to this podcast actually got to take advantage of the SBA loan forgiveness program that was in 2020. So this very similar program existed during the middle part of 2020. It was part of the first round of stimulus. So if you got six months worth of payments forgiven in 2020, then you're going to receive an additional three months worth of forgiveness automatically as part of this new second stimulus program. If you have an SBA loan that predates 2020 and it's older than that, there are certain timelines and we'll have to look at the SBA guidelines to tell you exactly how long that SBA loan has to have been outstanding in order to be eligible for a refinance. But many of them will be eligible for a refinance, which would qualify you for six months worth of payment forgiveness upon that refinancing. And you may refinance that existing debt, and you also may add some working capital. You could add some new trucks. I was just on the phone with a client this morning that uh, is going to be refinancing debt, adding working capital, adding four brand new trucks to his business, and it's going to be a huge difference maker for him. And even if the loan is not an SBA, or especially if the loan is not an SBA debt, that's eligible to be refinanced by the SBA, regardless of when it was originated. So you would be able to refinance that piece. The SBA generally wants to see at least six months worth of loan performance in order to be able to refinance a conventional piece of debt out. But once you refinance it successfully, you qualify for that six months worth of payment forgiveness up to a maximum of $9,000 a month. And if someone listening is ready to connect with an SBA lender, how can they use us to get support for that connection? 
So reaching out to us just like you would for any of the other services and consulting offerings that we have is the right thing to do. So uh, send us an email, give us a call, reach out to us in any of the ways that you've traditionally reached out to us, and we would be more than happy to get you plugged in with an SBA lender. Uh, like I mentioned, there's a handful of them across the country. We work with several of them. I have the saying with banks that I, I love is that if you have one bank as a partner, uh, you don't have a partner at all. <laughs> if you have two banks or more as a partner, then you have a partner or a friend. <laughs> so uh, it is important to have multiple offerings uh, on the banking side. You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket because banks, you know, there's all those sayings out there, right? Is that banks will only want to lend money when you don't need to borrow it. <laughs> so without hating on banks too much, because I know we have <laughs> bankers here on the podcast, what I can say is uh, we've got great relationships with our bankers and we have multiple of them. So that way you have choice. All right. And finally, Spencer, how else can current contractors and potential new investors connect with us? So we have all sorts of different ways that we are trying to wake up every day, Kylie, and add value. Uh, we do these podcasts. We do a ton of live events. So in our calendar for 2021, we have about 25 live events that we're doing. Some of them are virtual over Zoom and some of them are in person. Uh, it's going to be something that we're still monitoring coronavirus and being very sensitive to that and making sure that we take all the appropriate steps there. But events are a great way to connect with us. I do new investor summits. So if you've been kind of dancing around this idea of being a FedEx contractor and you've made it to uh, this point in the podcast and, and you're still trying to decide if this is right for you, I do a 10-hour crash course on everything that I wish that I knew when I got started as a FedEx contractor. I remember what it was like to sit in my chair before I was a contractor and I was comparing FedEx routes to franchises and uh, comparing it to a gravel delivery business I was looking at and a liquor store and a tutoring company and all of these different things. I remember the questions I was asking. That 10-hour crash course, it's called our New Investor Summit is a great way to come away from the day with your brain hurting, <laughs> but uh, with a confidence of whether this is the right space for you or not. And that is my commitment to you at the end of that day. You will come away tired, but confident of whether this is the right thing for you moving forward. And I'll just say the last thing too, if you go to routeconsultant.com, we have a resources button at the top of the page and there is a FedEx 101 course uh, that is totally free. We try to give away as much as we possibly can. And it is more than 40 hours worth of content, videos, audio clips about the basic building blocks of what it means to contract with FedEx Ground and the things that you need to understand before you go on this journey. Awesome. Well, I am looking forward to talking again on our next episode. All right. We made it to 2021, Kylie. So here's <laughs> to the best, right? We're going to start this thing on the right foot, okay? All right. Thanks.